Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi, and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this podcast on the essential skills of NLP. This is a series of 10 free podcasts introducing the fascinating field of NLP, that's Neuro Linguistic Programming. If you've enjoyed these podcasts, you can get the rest of the entire series directly from the iTunes store. Simply search for me, Phil Parker, or Essential NLP to find it. Welcome to Essential NLP podcast number five. I'm Phil Parker. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast up till today. What we're going to do today is continue where we left off last podcast when we were looking at something called well-formed outcomes, which is how do you start to ask questions about what people want in a way that encourages their brain to move exactly towards that goal. Last time we did the first three questions, which you can refer back to in podcast number four. Today, we're going to look at the next section of this fascinating way of starting to get people moving forwards just by asking them questions. So where we left off we said what's the first step and we noticed that each of these questions encourages the brain to start thinking about what exactly they want. The next three questions are very slightly different but they're very important questions. The first question in this section, so you could call it question number four if you wish, is is the change you wish for ecological is it okay is it appropriate are you prepared to do whatever needs to happen for this to occur in your life now what this question does and we just call it the ecological question this is quite a big question is it gets people to just consider for a minute what are you trying to achieve what's it going to involve would that be okay for you is that going to fit is that going to work for you? Are you ready to do what's required? Sometimes what people find when they ask themselves this question is they're quite surprised to discover that they have some doubt about whether they really want this, whether they're ready to do what's needed, or whether there are some unwanted side effects as a result. I'll give you an example. I worked with a woman once who was very overweight and uh, she really wanted to lose weight. And I asked her this fairly obvious question, you know, is it, would it be okay for you to lose, lose weight? And she suddenly realized for the first time in her life that it wouldn't be okay for her to lose weight. The reason was that she had got stuck in this dynamic relationship with her husband where because she was overweight and he was overweight, it kind of kept a balance. If she lost weight, then she could see there might be some problems in the relationship as a result of it she started to be slim he might be more jealous and so on so she recognized that actually losing weight would cause a whole nother bunch of problems now what's interesting with this question is it highlights why change hasn't happened yet so it's a really valuable question to ask there's some techniques that we'll be looking at later in the podcasts that you can deal with these problems but it's very important initially to you know, recognize that there is an issue around here also sometimes what will happen when people ask this question would it be okay if they get a universal yes? That's very, very empowering for them. It reconnects them with their recognition they can change. If they get a, hmm, I'm not sure, I'm not quite clear about this, that's very powerful for them as well. 
not only in recognizing that there's some fly in the ointment of this change, but quite often just by connecting with, okay, I've got some issues here, it allows them to recognize what they need to deal with, and very often by voicing those concerns, it allows them to recognize actually they can overcome these issues. So very important question, which is, is this ecological? So the next question is, do you want the change in all contexts? Now, the answer to this is normally, yes, of course I do. But occasionally, again, people discover some clarity about what they really want. So for example, quite often people will say, I want to be more assertive. Richard Bandler, one of the co-founders of NLP, says, what do you call people who are assertive all the time? And the answer here says is lonely. Because in relationships, you probably don't want to be the assertive one. You want to actually have more flexibility. And we'll come to this later on, that flexibility is one of the most important qualities you can have anywhere. It allows you to be the most you you can be. So recognizing if this is a behavior you want to have in all contexts is a really useful thing to do. The other important point of this question is it makes you check out in your mind what it would be like to have that behavior in every single context. As you do this, you're developing new neurological pathways. And each time you do this, this strengthens your ability to access exactly these feelings. For example, the ability to be confident in all situations. To do that, you would have to scan through all situations in your mind, which your unconscious mind is brilliant at doing, and recognizing how it feels to feel confident. Strengthening and building those new neurological pathways, which is exactly the point of this exercise. Now, the next question is a slightly strange one based on everything we've talked about, about being positive and activating the neurological pathways of success. But it is a very important question. The question is, is there any way you could sabotage this in the future? Now this works two ways. First of all, it creates a future where you imagine yourself being the way you want to be. And it also identifies the areas where that's going to be the most tricky for you. By recognizing what those key areas are where you could trip yourself up, it gives us a massive insight into exactly the areas we need to prepare you adequately for so that when they come up, you can deal with them. So let's say you say, I want to give up smoking. And you say as positively as you can, I want to become somebody who's completely fine to have great choices around tobacco and is living a healthy life. And is there any way you could sabotage that? And you might say, well, I'm great apart from when I've had a few too many beers or glasses of wine, or if I'm with people who are consistent, friendly smokers that I've smoked with over the years, then these would be my danger zones. By recognizing these, we can instantly get in there and do some work using some of the tools that will come up later in the podcasts to help you to make changes there so that you can be really confident that in even in those situations you know exactly how to behave to activate the right neurology so you can sail through those so first of all it identifies where the pitfalls are but also it recognizes all the other areas where you can do it where you feel pretty confident that you can make these changes again this enhances the neurological stability of these new ways of thinking and behaving by identifying the pitfalls the areas you might slip up it gives us places specifically that we need to target our work in so it's a really useful question although it seems slightly negative the purpose of it is to develop the neurological pathways and to work out where we need to work some extra magic in so that you're future-proofed. Now obviously we don't want to end there because that is a slightly negative question. So the final question 
is, is this reasonable? Is the change that you want reasonable? What this question makes us do is sift through our future, imagining ourselves here and there and with these people in this context, doing that, having that presentation, that interview, being in that pub, being in that situation, being in that environment, and checking it out. Is it reasonable for us to do this? And this is a very powerful question because it makes us look at ourselves in a new way. And universally people come up with the idea, yeah, this is reasonable. This is reasonable. This is something definitely I can do. And this gives them a sense of power. Very occasionally if people say, no, it's not reasonable. Again, this is like the ecology question earlier. It tells us, right, there's something we need to look at here. And there's some skills in NLP for looking at where there are those internal conflicts. Advanced techniques, but really, really brilliant techniques that we'll be coming on to much later on. So is it reasonable rounds off this set of questions and allows us to own the power and possibility that, yeah, of course we can do this. This is ours. We're having this. So I hope you've really enjoyed this second half of the well-formed outcomes. Again, I'd recommend that you put these into practice. Start using them on yourself, with your friends who may want them, in business contexts, if you work in health, in health, and you will find little words make massive change. If you'd like to get hold of the rest of the series, you can purchase them directly from the iTunes store. Just search for Phil Parker and Essential NLP. You might also like our newsletter, which you can sign up for at philparker.org. It will provide you with free bonus content on these subjects, information about forthcoming seminars, and all sorts of stuff that will support you in learning this. So that's philparker.org. Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life.